Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know, sometimes the stories that you tell me are amusing. Sometimes the stories you tell me are annoying. Sometimes the stories you tell me are infuriating. And sometimes they're a mixture of the three and different <laughs> various mixtures, you know. And it's, it's, it's mostly interesting because, I mean, some of the things people think and say blow my mind like the crap that they try to use the stories that they try to use to get out of paying for the space that they rented just like i don't know it completely blows my mind so with that why don't you tell the people your story okay so two months ago in one of the apartments we manage in new york a pipe burst and it leaked into the store below the apartment that's how they knew the pipe burst So I got all these frantic text messages. They must have called me like 37 times to get the codes to get into this apartment. Like, they were so impatient, which I also find mostly annoying. Anyway, whatever. Then, fast forward two weeks later, there's been no one in this apartment since then. Guest checks in, and the floor in the entire apartment is completely warped. What? Completely warped. All right. Just water damage. because of the water. Yes. So... You know, you do the normal thing. Report it as a maintenance thing. Try to get the people to come and fix it. Whatever. I didn't even realize how long it had been since the pipe leak until today when I realized it has been exactly two months. And the floor is still not fixed. Okay. Continue your story. All right. So this all really came to a head on Friday when... Which was how many days ago? Five. Five days ago. Okay. Because today's Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway. All right. When I had told the management people, do not start in apartment number two. Do not. I have people staying this weekend. You could start on Monday. Then our guests try to get there to check into apartment number two. And the floor is all torn up. Pee in the toilet. Fist hole in the door. Floor torn up. Fist hole in the door. Why was there a fist hole in the door? I don't know. I mean. I really don't. I understand the floor torn up. They went to the wrong place they weren't supposed to go to. I understand the piss in the toilet. He was there cleaning tearing the place up and took a leak and didn't flush it. I get all that. But the fist in the door makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that either. Whatever it is, it's fixed. So anyway, so I call the lady. No answer. The lady at the management company. I email her. I pretty much said I'm sick of your lack of communication. Emailed her. Okay. So I also texted her 
And I was like, you need to call me. This is ridiculous. She calls me. She insists up one side and down the other. They are only in apartment one, not apartment two. That I'm full of crap. That somebody from the street must have broken in and ripped up our floor. She Uh even went to the extent to say, well, your last guests were really, really rude. Maybe they ripped up the floor. Look here. Nobody is going to rip up the floor and bring in a box of flooring to fix it for someone else. It's not going to happen. You're so full of crap. And I was like, you're not even worth arguing with right now. So I called the guest and I was like, are you 100% sure you went into apartment number two? And they were like, yes. And I was like, you never went up any stairs. Yes. They were in apartment number two. So then we get a hold. We get a hold of the owner not the management company, the actual owner. And they're like, it's been two months. It hasn't been fixed. And it's been two months. We've been giving you a rent discount because it wasn't fixed. The owners knew none of it. None of it. Which makes sense because most times that's why owners hire property management companies. They don't want to know any of it. Anyway. I would want to know if I was giving somebody a discount on their rent, like a big discount. Anyway. Whatever. Well, and that's I'm sure that's somewhere on financials, but it's buried. Yeah. I mean, so then, then he puts us in touch with this annoying, obnoxious lady's boss. And also, I might add, in the meantime, annoying, obnoxious lady called me back to say she had called the vendor and the vendor insisted they had right. never stepped foot into in apartment number two. That's right. I remember okay. you telling me that. Okay. So that then, part that part kills me too because because that means she didn't call the vendor because the vendor would have just told her, "Yeah, I went into that apartment." Exactly. But you but she happened? never called the vendor. She just decided to tell you she called the vendor and it, that the vendor supports her. She forgot that I had said don't go into that apartment until Monday and just did whatever the hell she wants because she doesn't listen to anybody. Yeah, now she's trying to cover her tracks. So, her boss said it will be done by Monday. And it was done by Monday. But then, but then, we have a second set of apartments through the same management company. Okay. And apparently there was some kind of issue where, where the recycling wasn't separated out of the trash and a fee had been levied by the city. Okay. Because New York is really fascist, apparently. Anyway, yes. whatever. So she was like, she sent this super pissy email with all this apparently complaints from the neighbors about our trash disposal and all of this. And she's like, and we were levied a fine from the city that you're going to have to pay. Okay. Oh, so we ignored her (laughs) because like, I'm not paying some imaginary fine. Prove it. This fine is for $25. Okay. $25. So who cares if it's for a dollar? If, if, if it was your tenant's fault, then you should pay for it. After all of that stuff with the other apartment, they couldn't waive a $25 trash fine from the city? You're forgetting something, okay? The management company is incompetent and a bunch of losers. The owners had no clue what was going on. So the only people who could have went, oh, wait a second, we've given them all this inconvenience over here, so let's just waive this $25 over here, was the management company. And it was the management company who told us we were going to have to cover the fine. That's what I'm saying to you. They're the only ones who could have, but they're incompetent. So they're not going to. And so the only other person who would for sure do it is the owner. But the owner didn't know what was going on. If the owner doesn't know what's going on, the owner can't step in and do something about it, which is why owners should always check. If I, when I start owning real estate that I'm renting out, 
You can damn skippy believe I'm going to check in even if I have a management company collecting the rent. I'm going to check on it. I'm going to drive by my place and make sure my place still looks good. They didn't paint it some fucked up color. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand people who invest money and then don't check on their investment. The other part that I thought was funny. Apartment 2 was done on Monday. I know this because our handyman went by and was like, it's perfect in here. Rent it out. You know? Yeah, I remember you telling me that too. But the lady from the management company didn't tell me until Tuesday at end of day that it was done. She waited an entire 24 hours after because knowing it was done. Because they're incompetent. Like, useless. However much the owners of that building are paying those people, it's way, they should stop. It, it's, it's way more. Actually, they should be paid money back. Right. Everybody. The owners should just lease the apartment directly to us and not go through a management company. But we'll take much better care of it. You know, it's to them, it's kind of like a legal buffer. They don't have to deal with it. The management company has to deal with it. <laughs> Unless you're persistent enough to bypass the management company and contact the owner directly. Well, and that's what needs to happen in cases like that, though. Yeah. If more people did that. And see, here's the thing, though. You have leverage. You're renting multiple properties. Yeah. You know, um, I wouldn't have that leverage. But I'd be persistent enough to ask. Well, you can't currently be evicted in the city of New York until the end of September, I believe. Yeah, I think the extent. So your leverage would be see this middle finger. That's what you're going to get for rent until you fix this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. By the way, for the record, since this is not a visual medium, she was holding up her right hand with her middle finger out, pointing it at some fictitious person or persons. Now I've described exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure our listeners know what a middle finger looks like. So, but but now they for sure know. Here's what cracks me up, okay? So, like, we go to that Airbnb in Vegas all the time with the guy was named Dave, right? Dave. Okay. That guy's top notch. Like, yes. He checks in with you and he's like, how was the stay? And you tell him, oh, something's wrong with the bed. He goes and bro checked it out. He didn't just go touch the mattress and go, I'm ordering a new mattress. And then you'd be like, that didn't fix the problem. Bro checked it out and found out that there were slats that were broken on the bed going across. So that's why you'd sink into a middle because there was no support in the middle. It was broken. As soon as he fixed it, it was much better. But he takes care of business. That's what I like about that guy. And, And he is keeping an eye on his investment. He's not handing it off to somebody else. And that's the same thing with me. Like, I wouldn't hire a management company, but if for some reason I was physically incapable and I had to hire a management company, somehow we would check up on those properties. We would not be just leaving it in the hands of the management company. Right. Like, remember we lived in the other place that shall go nameless, and <laughs> twice while we lived there, there was an owner walkthrough. Twice. And they never came into the apartments. I would have gone into every apartment in the building if I was the owner. It's kind of a logistical nightmare. Why? All you have to do is give them 24 hours notice. Then it's up to the tenant to either be there or not. It's not, they, they can't stop you. So, you know, done deal. That one time they did send the representative the, of the owner. That's the bank. Yeah. They were, they were appraising it because they were trying to sell it. I told you that back then. And they sold it. Yeah, they finally eventually sold it. I don't know why anybody would buy that rat-infested trash heap, but okay. It's They probably yeah. didn't know it was rat-infested. Exactly, I was going to say. They had no clue. But bottom line is that places like that get away with the things that they get away with because the owner is insulated from the tenant. You know, like, for instance, when we first moved in over there where Mitch's mom lives, 
there's a lady that was the manager. Okay. And she insisted that the owner did not want us to have his phone number, that we would only have her phone number. And I remember saying to her, that's not even legal, you know? Right. That's not even legal, so don't give me that. But she said, no, that's how he wants it. Well, whatever. Well, then there was some kind of a problem, and he came by the owner to the apartment, and so she and I asked him about it. And he said, you can have my phone number. I don't mind if you call me. She's just collecting the rent for me. That's all she does here. When you need help, you call me. You don't call her. She didn't like that. She wanted control. Because she was the type who would do things like she'd be mad at you. It would take her a couple extra days to get it fixed. Yeah. You know? And that kind of thing. Well, anyway, what I'm getting at is there are people who purposely hire a management company for that reason, to be insulated from the tenant. And they're the kind of people you wouldn't want to rent from their building because, you know, you end up with slumlords that yeah, way. exactly. Unless you find like an ethical, good management company like we have here, it's very business-like. And if you know, I don't see them getting overly friendly with anybody but other employees. And even then? Even then, it's not like, you know, crossing the line. And, and you know, when you think about it, it makes sense. Because if they're going to live here and work here, they can't be seen as, you know, favoring one person but i mean that kind of goes full circle all the way back to you you also would ha- you'd have to be a moron to allow that but you'd also have to be a moron to be an owner and not check on your investment yeah you have to check on your investment when you don't check on your investment shit like this happens and you're you know what's funny if you sued you'd sue the owner and the management company so it's not like you'd only sue the management company you'd sue both of them and he wouldn't even know he was getting sued because he'd be like what the hell is this, this is the first time i've heard about this Right. But, you know, then you're going to demand he pays, you know, some of the court costs and whatnot. And even if he were to pay you, you know, take care of the problem. I think everybody should be super proud of my self-restraint for not calling useless lady back and being like, see these pictures of how you were in a part, your vendor was in apartment two? Lie to me again, jackass. Well, but you know what? Here, here's what I'm going to tell you from a strategic That's standpoint. That's what I wanted to say. But, but here's, here's what I'm going to tell you from a strategic standpoint. That's not really a knockout blow yet. I'm a You're almost there. You're almost there. So, so what you do is you hold on to that. You keep that in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Then the next time she lies to you, then you call her out on it. And when you call her out on it, she's going to tell you, I don't lie. Then you bring that one out and go, oh, really? So <laughs> remember when that apartment and you said you weren't in there? Well, here, here's the pictures to prove they were. So you lied to me then too. Then you can lower the boom on her and, you know, putting the hammer down. You know, that kind of stuff is great because they don't expect it. You know, they don't see it coming. Yes. I've come to the realization that I'm smarter than this person. Yeah. And probably a little bit better at my job than she is. Well, it's. But it doesn't take much, apparently. Well, but it's intriguing to me that these people think they get away with it. I mean, like we started off talking about and we can end on this note as well, you know, is. People will say and do whatever to, to get out of having to pay for the space that they have rented. And we've heard all the stories. And it's why I was explaining to Mitch, you know, like I said, remember when we went to the, the North Las Vegas Airbnb and we complained because technically those were not rooms because they didn't have a roof to the ceiling. Right. And no door. And Airbnb was a little slow in dealing with it. And he said, yeah. And I go, that's because they try to give the owner the benefit of the doubt and let them answer the complaint first. You know, that's, that's the goal is let the owner and the renter deal with it together. They don't want to have to step in. But 
in a situation like that where the unit isn't up to their standards, I, I don't see why they would wait. Your unit's not up to standards. I don't care what you say, landlord. You owe these people compensation for that, and here's how much you owe them. And they should just enforce it and do it. Well, and I think I think the I think that they should have to comp more rent because they were comping half, and both units were unusable. So they almost should be giving you rent for free for like two months, or at least half rent for another two months. That would be fine. Yeah, because we equal out to the same thing. But yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know. It's just people saying whatever they want in order to get out of paying for something or to avoid trouble in a situation, you know, um, she was covering her butt. That's why she started that whole line of, you know, story BS. She was going to cover her butt. And And she thought I would just go along with it. Exactly. And that's what most people do, you know, um, good to you for not doing that. I mean, that's, that's all I've got for you. Yep. Well, I hope everybody had a good chuckle. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Property manager. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.